are here, and it is time for another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. Listen, we missed y'all last week. Sorry, life happens, and mm-hmm. um, you know. We didn't. We didn't mean to do it. It just kind of happened, and we will do our best not to let it happen again. But um, let's just go ahead and jump right into the tea. You ready, girl? Yeah, because we got a lot to cover. <gasps> so, um, I wanted to talk about this last week. However, I'm going to keep it brief this week. Um, Jesse Smollett. Um, the state's attorney, um, here in Chicago, Kim Fox, last week decided to drop the charges, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact, um, she said she had a clear case against him and, you know, she could have, you know, laid it down, but based on his community service, um, they dropped the charges. However, they did donate his bond or bail to the city of Chicago. It was okay. So she was responsible for um, dropping up the charges. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was not. And what's crazy is she recused herself from this case because, Uh you know, because she knows him. And I guess, you know, they've been, you know, in the same places at the same time. And so she didn't want to be a reason that the case couldn't go through. But I don't know why, for real, for real, the case got dropped. I just feel like they wanted that cloud lifted off of Chicago and it was just too much other stuff going on. I don't think no one knows Yeah, why it was dropped. Honestly, I don't think they have. I don't think... I don't think there's a clear. They post. I saw something on the news today where they were saying that they are going to, um, I guess open the files. See, and the files are supposed to be sealed. Oh, right. because he wants his case expunged, like off his record. He don't want that on his record, right. and that's a long process. And so I think he's trying to speed that up. So in order to do that, he got to keep the file. He got to open the files. I, man. Here's what I got to say about it. I'm just as mad as our soon-to-be former mayor, Rahm Emanuel, mm-hmm. and Eddie Johnson were when this broke. Um, because I just feel like there are so many people who create these false police reports, whether mm-hmm. it's a female who said oh, they were sexually assaulted or a Caucasian calling to say, um, someone is on my lawn and they're black. Like, that's a false report. They're not doing nothing to you. You just call in the police. Like, anytime right. it's just some boo ballet, like you. It's you some boo? Filing, I called it boo ballet. Bullshit. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's the <laughs> term we use in my house with the kids. Like, oh. Boo ballet. Oh, okay. <laughs> This this episode has been brought to you by Boo Ballet. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't give me to try to spell it, girl. Uh, oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I no, I'm not gonna do that. Not in front of everybody. We're not gonna do that to the people. Okay. 
so um, <laughs> so what was I saying? Oh, I think it was a bunch of bullshit. And so, like, I feel like they no, should have through <laughs> through with the case <laughs> to make him an example to people who make these false reports because, like, they don't do fed charges and all that stuff for these people who be lying about all these other cases mm-hmm. but I bet you if if they saw that somebody was actually going to jail or actually facing some time they would have been like you know what let me just keep this to myself I'll figure this out on my own I don't need to lie but see um, I I feel different mm-hmm. I when they said that the case the um charges have been dropped I was cracking up Um, I still believe that he was not telling the truth oh yeah however they didn't say that he was not guilty right they they just said they had a whole case right they said we dropping it I just thought that it was funny because you know it got to the point where they just thought they had it they had the nail mm-hmm. in the coffin. You know, you had Johnson all on Good Morning America. We got this strong. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, y'all ain't never did this. Like, y'all really mm-hmm. tried to use this as an opportunity and it blew up in your face. So I thought that that was just. Oh, that's fun. just hilarious. That shit was. I was at work cracking up. And what was even more funny was. um. I had a conversation with a police officer's wife and she was like, you know, I'm biased. And of course she was, you know, a colonizer. (laughs) Well, I'm biased Uh because of my husband. And, you know, I just feel like he should, he should have to do something because he lied and all of this. And I was like, well, one, it got to the point that they wasn't even, looking they wasn't even investigating the crime they were investigating him i said and two they did too much like when has the chicago police cpd ever decided that they was gonna follow somebody to to nigeria you gonna pick these people up coming from (laughs) Nigeria? y'all like i said Y'all can't find somebody that got jumped on around the corner, but y'all can go find people all the way in Nigeria. Come on! So I thought, <laughs> I thought that that was funny. Now I still have my beliefs about Mr. Man, but at the end of the yeah. day, that was funny. Yeah, that is, it was definitely um, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm not going to spend too much time yeah, on Yeah, we don't have just to. over um, and yeah. done with. Um, so, over the past few days, um, Uncle Joe, a.k.a. Joe Biden, has had a pretty rough time. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, a young lady came out and said that he, I think he touched her inappropriately or hugged her. A little too close, or yeah, I saw she just it, she felt uncomfortable. Um, I guess it's more than one woman. Four women have come forward over the past week to say that uh, his public touching made them deeply uncomfortable. One of the women was nineteen. She said she tried to squirm away after Biden 
rested his hand on her thigh and hugged her just a little too long. Mm-hmm. And so he actually came out with an apology today and basically said that he's going to be more mindful of women's personal space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw a picture and I was like, uh, Uncle Joe? Um, I don't know if you're supposed to be holding her like that, and she looked, she looked obviously uncomfortable. So it was awkward, but it was still like, you know. But that's just who he. I mean, he's one of those people that's like always inappropriate, but they mean no harm. Yeah, oh, that's just Joe. He like that, right? Like you know, don't pay him no mind. He, he that person, but yeah. But I'm glad that he acknowledged his um, fault. And he took accountability of it. I can appreciate. See, that's that's the yeah. thing. And I think that's what a lot of other people need to, you know, to understand. A lot of other men. In those cases, all we really want you to do is say, you know what? I'm sorry. Right. Take, just take accountability. I think you it gets worse when you don't yeah and instead of saying like oh but she wanted it mm-hmm. like wait what hold on you can read my mind just say you know my bad I, now you if you know, do something heinous that's keep one moving. thing but if it's something where <clears throat> you really didn't mean any harm but it made that person uncomfortable just you know just respect their feelings yeah Speaking of a little bit too close, the NAACP awards were this past weekend and a video surfaced of um, Omari Hardwick, a.k.a. Yeah, Ghost he, from Power. Ghost gonna get killed um, next season. Getting up. He out of there. <laughs> um, he got a little too close with Beyonce, so we saw him, you know, like half mm-hmm. speak to Jay-Z. And then he went in for a hug and a kiss mm-hmm. with Beyonce, you know, which was fine. But then he came back for another kiss and it was very mm-hmm. close to her lips. So it was like, dude, what is you doing? Like, I saw it. It was awkward. <laughs> your whole deep saw breath. It. it was awkward. It was like, um, okay, what's going on here? And Paula Beyonce was right. had that look too, like uh, help somebody. Yeah, yeah. She like, yeah. You know that look when everybody is looking at you, so you right. can't act a fool <laughs> the way you really want to. But she was like, God damn, this is so uncomfortable. Well, somebody somebody get his ass. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I'm surprised uh, Julius ain't come and grab his ass. But like, it, right it was like, like is it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, this ain't. He ain't a nobody. So we don't want to overreact. But then at the same time, you like, dude, get back. Calm down. Like, you don't see my husband? It was interesting. It was was, was an interesting thing. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, the internet went up of like they they, <laughs> they 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 went up. The funniest thing I saw though was like, uh, so ghost just go kiss on Beyonce right there in front of Tasha. I was right. dying. 
<laughs> the Tory was standing right there, but I was like, I, "Oh God, y'all just take this." Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I, I saw uh, Fifty say, "Ghost gonna die next season." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that nigga ain't nah, got no sense. But either. I was just like, like no, like even if it wasn't Beyonce, you just like, can we just just give the sad hug, do the church hug? Do a little right. graze, a graze and of the moving. cheek, and keep it moving. Like, don't right. be going. I, somebody said maybe he was trying to do the uh the two sad kiss. Moi, moi. I don't know. No, he did it wrong. He maybe did it he all was, wrong. and Beyonce <laughs> went for that. Like, we ain't doing that. Yeah, whatever it was, it just oh, it just wasn't a good look. It was not a good look at all. at all um so a new season of keeping up with the kardashians it did on sunday um yes it did i will allow you to catch up and then we can um chat about it later um yeah i think it's cool that kanye is doing interviews (laughs) and talking more on camera I do. He's so great. He was so great. Like when Kim was was like, Saint is my favorite person. He said he was a superhero, didn't he, at one point? Well, he um, likened himself and the show to The Incredibles. Uh, And Kim was sitting there like, what? I don't understand. I don't get it. What? What is that incredible? No, Kim was sitting there like, oh, God. (laughs) She was lost for a good 30 seconds, and then he brought it all together and started laughing, so she gave a little fake laugh. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like... (laughs) They treated her like four times during the show, and I was like, yes, I'm here for it. Okay, when? Because I must have missed that, because I I watched some of it, but I'm going to have to go back and catch up. When did he treat her? So I like that he shut her down because she was like, Saint is by far my favorite person, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you ain't supposed to have a favorite child. And she's like, well, you're not going to tell them that. How are they going to know? He's like, "Um, when they watch this. (laughs) Oh, well, he started having a little common sense. (laughs) Right. He go in and out of consciousness because you know how you. You know how you Gemini's are. Y'all just be like, oh. Hey, hey. Hey. Y'all be like in and yeah, out of crazy. True. That is true. So, um, and then he was um, kind of checking her a little bit about his relationship mm-hmm. with Rhyme Fest, and she was saying like, uh, "I wouldn't let anybody um, punk me." And he like, "I ain't let nobody right. punk me." <laughs> Southside came out. Southside Kanye was like, "I ain't no motherfucking punk, Joe. I ain't let nobody punk me, dude. Right. What the fuck, bro?" <laughs> like. Oh, Southside Kanye. I was like, okay, cool. So I think that part is cool. Um, this whole season is going to end up centering around Chloe. So I'm not too excited yeah, about it. That. But yeah, but this week they were doing their little promos, and the other night they were on. Jimmy mm-hmm. Kimmel Live and um they were talking about Chloe dating and all of that. 
Um, so she basically says she's not dating mm-hmm. right now, but she says, I like what I like. What can I say? She said, I do agree that I should have listened to MJ, my grandmother, that I should probably start to date accountants or something like that. But she said it's going to take a long time for her to rebuild trust with anyone. She'll be with somebody next week. So <laughs> She will be head over heels in love next week. Oh with God, another, ba- with another basketball anyone. player. <laughs> it's like, okay, so we had one from the East Coast. We have one from the West Coast. Maybe we've had one from Texas. This one gonna be one from overseas <laughs> like, or something. Watch. <laughs> she, I'm just saying. She, I mean, just like oh girl, just, just. I, I don't have no words for it. Like, I mean, she, she only knew Lamar for like three months before six months or some shit. No, but how I just okay, so so. maybe she should stop trying to date uh athletes. Yeah, I think she should stop dating athletes. A model. I don't know. That ain't work out for us okay. too well. So listen, I don't know. They need some regular, regular dude that they just meet, and he ends up being a great guy, and it's so appreciative but to I, be in the house. You and know what? Babysit. I don't even. I don't even think it's the, it's the dudes at this point. Think I think it's, it's them. Oh. I think that you know it's the home. Well. well. And fight me because I want to do a pink lip gloss and she has a pink lip gloss and I want a pink nude with sparkles and she has a pink nude and we just we just like you know I I think that what happens when it comes to them and dating is that the men that they date like they they like oh man I got a Kardashian and then they start dating them and they like oh you ain't really all that and then on top of that now I gotta deal with your family too so I gotta deal with all y'all basic asses cause they all kind of just basic with <laughs> basic with money like yeah they are pretty basic I will say though I've told you this before like I just admire their family yeah. values like of anything I admire how they stick together, how they help each other out through everything. Like, even on this episode, like, 14 people went to fucking Palm Springs just because uh, Courtney broke up with her damn mom yeah, and boyfriend. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't, we can't get girl, people to go to brunch with us. we can't get 14 like, people together <laughs> to take, um, shut up. <laughs> can't we just can't do, do it. it. It's not it's gonna happen. Not, it's just not can't, possible. We can't get 14 people to get it would up take three street, months. like, <laughs> so I do appreciate that. So that's that. Um, enough of enough of the, yeah. the Kardashians. I didn't want to go too far, but I thought it was funny. She's like, she's super picky, but she like what she likes. Oh, it's okay. like, oh, okay. So you gonna go for another Basically. tall athlete? Yeah. Got it. Um, uh, we are both some Marvel fans, I believe. I, I yes, know I, I am. am. Are you a Marvel fan? Oh, Jesus. So we know that um, Avengers Endgame, 
the very last Avengers movie mm-hmm. is coming out in a couple weeks. It debuts on yes. April 26th. It has three a hours. runtime of three hours and two minutes. We are prepared. We mm-hmm. grew up in the black church, so we will Yeah, be but I did have to let <laughs> Mighty know that I will not be able to go uh, on a Thursday night because I am not sitting in a three-hour movie at no nine ten o'clock and then having to turn around <laughs> and be at work the next day. So I did let them know that that's not going to happen. Yeah. Plus, you know, I have some work things that I have to do, so I won't be able to attend like that anyway. But I am looking forward to going to see it. Yeah, and so is everybody else because when the pre-sales tickets went on sale yesterday, the it system. crashed multiple multiple wow. websites. The AMC website went down, Fandango. Uh, like <laughs> It was wait times of up to an hour to purchase tickets. Um, Phantom, I mean Phantom, Adam and Regal Cinemas um, experienced issues because everybody was out here trying to buy the bodies tickets. So it's safe to say that opening weekend is probably yeah. a wrap at this point. And um, people are actually reselling the tickets that they purchased um, online. So far, the highest <laughs> bid on eBay is actually here in Chicago, where someone is asking for $5,000 for four tickets that they purchased for opening night. Another seller in New York City is offering two tickets for $5,000. Um, there are other people who are selling their tickets for less, but... Um, they start between one hundred and to three hundred dollars. No, I'm not doing I'm that. I'm not like. I'll wait. I I told my brother I wanted to go see it, but at this point I'm like, bro, we probably go wait yeah, a week or I'm... so to go see this because I'm not about to be in here with all these oh, nerds Lord. watching this from the first weekend and four hundred dollars just trying to get in the movies. It's a no. It's, it's a, a hard, super no, hard for no for me. It's a double hard no. Um, so we shall see how that goes, but we won't be there yeah, opening. Not, not, not gonna be able to do it. Are you, are you a fan of EJ Johnson? I have to take a minute. I have to Magic figure out who Johnson's you were talking son. about. Um. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I know who he is. Yeah, and I kind of like respect like the fact that he is who he is, and he doesn't try to change for anybody. Um, he was recently on um, E's show, Just the Sip. I think that's the name of the show. Yeah, Just the Sip, mm-hmm. and I guess it's all about the tea, whatever. And so they, the host asked him, had he ever thought about transitioning? Because anyone who does follow EJ, you know that he doesn't necessarily always mm-hmm. wear male clothing. Um, he he mixes male and female clothes. Um, and he set the record straight for anybody that's curious. He said he feels good in the body 
he's in, he feels like that's the body he's mm-hmm. supposed to have, and he is probably a one hundred percent sure he is not going. He to said transition. that before, though. So, oh, okay. I had never heard him even um, address that. So I yeah, thought it he was said that before that he has he's fine with the body that he's in, and by no means do he have the desire to um to transition he said that he loves fashion and he likes to wear what he want to wear mm-hmm. yep so more power to him i'm um I, I just like to see people comfortable in their own skin and not always conforming to what the world expects yeah. them to do so um that's why i brought yeah and i think that we it's funny because we're just in a weird place right now because it's like we don't want to, people don't want to have titles or be put in categories but then we still have all these different categories for people just let people be who they want to be yeah yeah that's what's up oh I'm sorry (laughs) I think (laughs) <laughs> I think it was gonna get hurt. Oh, dirty! Oh, dirty! I think it was gonna get hurt. Yeah. I tried to do it on the floor, like, mm-hmm. excuse, excuse me, excuse me. It's cool. So, uh, I had a very busy day at work today. When I walked out of the hospital, I got okay. on Instagram. And one of the first things I see is Amber Rose. Now, I hadn't seen her on Instagram in quite some time. Right, I she thought had I had follow and just like I was like, what the hell? And just like any other female who goes ghost on social media, she came back she to it. She got herself pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> I don't know who this nigga is. She dating. Yeah. His name is A.E. I'm assuming he a rapper or something. Um, his name is Alexander Edwards, and they're expecting their first child to get together, and it is yeah, another boy. That. So, um, yeah, congratulations, AE for president. Ooh. Yeah, he got to be a rapper or something. Okay, he the he the AR Oakland boy, last king's record. Oh, okay. VP of A and R for Dev Jam. Oh, okay. So he has a little. He has a. He has some coin right. if he's a uh, vice president of AR for Dev Jam. So, um, shout out Gab- to them. Apparently, Gab- they began. <laughs> she like. Mm-hmm. They began dating back in fall 2018. So you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you know what you have in you five months, fall 2018. So let's go backwards March, February, January. We only in the fourth month of the year. (laughs) Let's just just see here. So she definitely got a bump, bump, bump on this picture. Right, and she knows she's having a boy, so she's at least 20 weeks. So, y'all just popped right. off immediately. And yeah. Okay. Congratulations. 
I'm not going to shame you. Let's I'm see, not going to shame know, you. She, she, I don't she want can't you wait to post her. Um, she can't wait to be. So she posted in February. Because, you know, she'd be quick. Oh, damn. She the one that got all this. Whatever she just did to her face. That's what well, that's coming to an end. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. So she Why been posting like him at, you know, per use. Trying to see where the beginning yeah. is, you know. So all these pictures from like January <laughs> and stuff, they must have been old. Okay, Christmas, December. Mm-hmm. Let's see when the first sighting of this gentleman was. That's what I'm trying to go back and see. Okay, I'm yeah, on December second. I'm okay. in December. Okay, I okay. found one on November third. Okay. okay, I got December. October tenth. Okay. 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 Oh well. Nothing before that, <laughs> good luck. Congratulations to Amber and an IEAO. <laughs> Congratulations to them. Okay, I just congratulations to EIEO and Amber Rose on that on that beautiful baby. If that baby come out with blonde hair. <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm done with you. You know that ain't that. <laughs> I know. They say that to her color. Uh, okay. Um. So I really don't want to talk about this, but I feel it's an obligation. Um. So on Sunday, um, the hip hop community lost a very influential and uh, inspirational young man in Nipsey Hussle. Um. Missy Hustle was a rapper from Crenshaw. He was 33 years old. He had been dating Lauren London um, for the past, I don't know, they've been together for a pretty long time. I thought they were very cute together. They recently just did a spread in GQ magazine. Um, He is a Grammy-nominated rapper he lost to cardi b this year at the grammys and um he's an Mm all-around good dude um he had businesses throughout the la community he helped people he knew or like most of his life in the la community he had um a stem program Mm -hmm. in the la community and um these are not the kind of people that you want to see like lead right. the way that he did. And so on Sunday, he was actually, and this story just came out today that he was at the store doing a good yeah. deed. I guess one of an uh, old friend had just got out of prison um, and he was trying to hook this friend up with some new clothes so he could look good before meeting um his family and friends later in the mm-hmm. day. Uh, um, and um, there's videotape of the guy who comes up to the strip mall and shoots him. I'm not going to say his name because he's not worth, no. worth mm-hmm. it. Um, 
So yeah, he fired multiple rounds and it's really fucked up. Like you can see him walk up to Nipsey and the people standing there shoot them and then like he kicks Nipsey no, shoots him and then kicks um shoots him in the head and then kicks him again to make sure he don't move and then that's when he walk away. And the dude was so bold, he ain't had no hood on, he didn't nothing, yeah. he just walked swiftly away. Um, I feel sorry for the young lady that was his quote unquote getaway driver because she said she didn't know what he was up to. You know how somebody was like, Hey yo, give me a ride up here. I just wanna go to right. Punch Y'all and I wanna pick up Woo Wops your Bam. You really don't what know you, what right. people be on. That's what I say. Be careful who you have in your car. But absolutely. Uh, so you know me. I don't be knowing nothing about nobody. So <laughs> I know when it first happened, you was like, right? I was like, me, so I let me do my Google. I, I knew of him, but I didn't know much about yeah. him. But yeah. just like that Monday. Monday morning when I was on my way to work and I'm on a train and you know I got a lengthy ride so um on Instagram and you know all I see is his his, his face and, and I'm like man like and I know you know when something happens to a celebrity everybody becomes yeah. a fan and now everybody but I just felt yeah. like in this instance everybody just was like genuinely touched or hurt yep. or just really like it his death was an impact and I don't I almost got emotional on the train and I'm like I don't even really know much about this cat mm-hmm. but you know I, I went to work I did my due diligence and he I watched the Breakfast Club interview listen to some music not really my my thing but um mm-hmm. just looking at different clips of him in interviews and his interview on the on the Breakfast Club. He was a stand up dude. He was a visionary. Mm-hmm. He had a purpose. Yep. And yes. it's so unfortunate that he was taken before he even you know his prime. Exactly. Like so I knew who he was and I, you know, I listened to some of his music. Not, I can't say all of it, but I listened to some of his music. Um, he's been out for a mm-hmm. minute. Like, I guess one of the things he did years ago that was a big deal was he put out a mixtape and it was a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Like if you, and, and people actually bought it and like people was just like, that's what caught Lauren London's eye. I was like, man, this dude, a businessman, he's smart. He know who right. watched man. But, um, like I listened to, he did a, a interview with Sirius XM Radio, and he was talking about his STEM programs and just changing the hood. And I, that is what got me. I like I already knew he was a stand up dude for some mm-hmm. other stuff, but after I listened to that one, I was just like, "Come on, man! Like, why him?" Right. And it it like took me back to Tupac, and I'm not like saying just saying that, but like we all was like back in the '90s when Tupac died. It was like everybody was like, I cannot yeah, believe it. I, this is this I is ridiculous. When Tupac and Biggie both died. I remember that like it was yesterday. But yeah. you know what? And what bugged me about this is I hate the internet sometimes. 
<laughs> yeah. The internet really gets on my nerves. I we just got to a place where we just dehumanize and we just don't have no type of empathy, sympathy for anybody because I was like, my God, this man has just got murdered. And we already mm-hmm. on the internet talking about it was a conspiracy and <laughs> immediately uh, it was because he was about to do this documentary <laughs> and then they had some fake YouTube video talking about it was Lauren London and I was like first of all come on people like yeah I got I got so angry with the like it was more than one thing like people were circulating not the surveillance video because it's not clear on the surveillance yeah, they video but there was another video, video. Them getting the CPR and it's like, come on, yes. people. Like, like I just, I just wish that we would get to a place where I understand, you know, especially as when you, you know, you want the numbers and stuff like that. But integrity is key. Don't mm-hmm. sit up and say you want to cancel Steve Harvey or anybody else because they being a. Um, a buffoon or, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't be, you know, it's like, you can't say we about to cancel folks and we about to do this and all this or people just, they just doing stuff for money, but you out here with losing your integrity for a like. Yep. A like. And we gotta stop believing like every little thing on oh, the internet. Like the whole God. thing once it said so I saw something that was like uh, you know they killed him because of the Dr. Steve he was doing the Dr. Stevie documentary just look at the dude's name who killed him he's the same name as the former attorney general you can't tell me that's a coincidence and then when they even once they once they had announced what had happened what had actually happened you still have uh people who didn't want to believe it as if it like as if the truth was so outlandish that it couldn't right. be true. Yeah, like this sounds this sounds real to me. Like he told this nigga, "Don't come over here no more." Right. Like you're not welcome around here. And little shitty, because I'm gonna call him little shitty, because his name's Shitty Cuz, right? <laughs> Whatever his nickname was, I'm gonna call him little shitty. Got all up in his feelings and go come back up there shooting. So. That sounds like some real ass petty shit, ass, right. ass shit that happens Espe- in the hood I was just on a daily say, basis. Especially if you are familiar with the hood. That shit sounds <laughs> very true. But I don't want to harp on it. Um, my condolences and my sympathy yeah. to his family and to all of his fans and followers. You know, and just to black men, we lost another one, and we really need to start loving and protecting and caring for our own because, yep. you know, this is ridiculous. Like we we we've got to a place where we don't value life at all. You that mad that you're gonna take somebody's life because they said they don't want to fuck with you no more? 
because right. you're not a good person. Crazy. Crazy. But all right, we will be all right. It's time for girl talk. Um so this Sunday was it Sunday? Yeah. Was the last episode of the season for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Child. <laughs> Child. Oh my God. Ooh. And it wasn't even that so much happened in the episode, but the things that happened in the episode just like I mean, it really upset me for one. Like there yeah. was a that that little lunch, lunch, that dinner meeting, that was triggering. Yeah, well, let's we'll get there. <laughs> was triggering. I ain't even gonna lie. Shit. We will get there. So we basically want to talk about friendship. Um, yeah, for girl talk. And so this episode really showcased like the different types of issues that most. I feel like women have these problems more so than men. Yeah. So it started out, you know, Cynthia's having this event for her wine cooler, which I'm gonna have to try because I love a peach bellini, but I don't really like Seagram's wine coolers. But I want to try it, but I don't like peach flavored stuff. (laughs) You sure don't. (laughs) (laughs) We the opposite. You like, I'll drink the Seagram's, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't like Seagram's. The past, I don't mind a Seagram's cooler. (laughs) <laughs> but peach, mm. I love peach stuff. Anyway, um, so she, obviously when they launch something, you know they you know have a big event, and so, um, she had her event. She invited her friends, and so we all know that Cynthia has uh, is friends with Kenya. Mm-hmm. She's, she's friends with all the other girls on the cast and specifically Nene so like um, she didn't give Nene a heads up that Kenya was coming well she said she didn't know Kenya was coming she said she didn't know however it's kind of tricky like if you pay attention to the little yeah, shit that I was saw happening that part kinda... where you uh... know, but she was saying like, I don't know how many you gotta drink a lot of Seagram's to get tipsy but she was saying, like, she not really sure, you know, what she said yep. or how they, you know, if they edited like that or whatever like that. So, yeah. Yeah, she was talking to her her, her guy, Mike, and he, she was like, I'm supposed to act like I didn't know Kenya was coming. Right. But, but then when Kenya got there, she was like, um, you told a girl you wanted me here and I'm here, honey, and I'm beautiful and I'm pregnant and right. I'm, I'm I'm serving today right. in this body con dress, which and I don't look like I could breathe. Right. But the whole time Nene is just being like so mean to Kenya for no reason. Like Nene is disgusting. At this point, she's my least favorite on the show she has this is the second time that she has really just put a sour taste in my mouth yeah and so I really feel for her because I don't I know well I feel for her 
because of Greg's situation. Well, now, Greg I is under- fine now. He read the candle <laughs> bell, so. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even oh, that's I was just my trying thing, to though. say she's the caretaker, and that takes a lot. So, like, I understand, like, I, being I drained and not want to be bothered, and you just want people to support and help you. And so I get that. But she an asshole, too, at the same time. Yeah, just it. You have to, in the words of Aunt Ayala, you have to call a thing a thing. And, <laughs> and beloved, she, beloved, 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 she, she's a, she's an asshole. And, you know, it's like, even if you're going through something, that still don't give you the right to just be mean. That's true. And I, it's so many things. It's, yeah. it's so many things that, but okay. So. Go ahead. Just I don't even know what to say. Right. So I so the whole thing with um Nene's actions, I was about to say we all have situations where um like we have mutual friends and let's just say I don't like one of your fr- one of your friends, but like that's your friend. Like right. and if you having something and she go be there and then I'm gonna be there as an adult. Right. I know how to conduct myself and be like, hey, hey, how you doing? But I don't have to be he heeing and ha ha with her, but I can be respectful of your event. Right. And of your friend I don't like. So people just have to, I feel like Nene didn't take that into account. Like, and Cynthia told her that at the little lunch dinner thing. Yeah. You could have been a bigger person and just chilled out. Kenya did fine. Kenya wasn't even the asshole, and we all know Kenya. that Kenya can dish it out. But I, I also just think that Nene is very immature and is very unbecoming, considering her age. She huh. is yeah. good. At, like she's good and grown. She's at an age <laughs> where you should be able to sit in a room with people that you don't know and be just fine mm-hmm. and be completely unbothered. You know, right. the whole name calling, oh, what is she having a buffalo? Like, man, you talking Ooh, about I'm, somebody. I think I'm, yeah. I'm and a monster child. just walked in. Like, and, you called her a monster? And then the whole thing. So, Cynthia is saying she did not know. And Candy mm-hmm. is backing her up and saying she said that she wanted her there. And and here's my thing. The whole situation does not sound outlandish. That's like no, us that's like us having an event or us, mm-hmm. you know, talking or whatever and we could be like, Oh, we want such and such. I really wish we could get such and such to come. And right. you know somebody make it happen all that they really want you to be there they want you to come you know what i'm saying and we may yeah. ask them and they're like oh i don't know if i'm gonna make it but then they show up and they like well you know i ain't gonna miss your stuff right so you know what i'm saying like we girls you know i ain't gonna miss your event but right. the the whole well you should have gave me a heads up i don't have to give you shit at all like, I don't have to see my invite list. I, I don't, don't have, have to say you my invite list. Well, I'm supposed to get your approval for my friends to come to my party. Like, 
and like and I agree with Cynthia because I watched the um thing she did on Candy's YouTube channel mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, we were at a whole venue which is her venue, by the way. She had to make that known. She now has a rental space now. She was like, we was at a whole ass venue where mm-hmm. you had room to move around. So even if, you know, if somebody came in and you didn't like them, you had enough space to move around and didn't have to be bothered with them. Nene chose to sit there and talk shit mm-hmm. and murmur stuff under her breath and be right. mean and, and all this other stuff. And for what? Cause it wasn't about her anymore, right? You know, and that's she wasn't getting the attention. And then, like, for her to get upset that Kenya's ass just went up there when Cynthia was doing her speech, right? Like, how, how you gonna get mad? It clearly looked like Kenya just walked her little happy ass up there and was, and like, was like, "To my friend, friend. <laughs> right?" <laughs> like, girl, I don't know why the I would have been like, oh, you're giving speeches. Oh, we're doing speeches now. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, but it, it, it was just silly. Like I said, it just showed Nene's maturity level. And I don't blame Cynthia. Cynthia said, I am tired. I am tired of her. And if she <laughs> wanted to file out about this, let's file out. I said, okay, Cynthia. Sure. Yeah, Cynthia got a I man. She said, her. I ain't got time for this shit. I am happy. I got this right. going. I got my right. peach Bellini Seagram's cooler. Girl, yep. I don't have time for this. But, you know, just going back on friends, it just shows, you know, Nene is that toxic friend. Yes. Let's ne- talk. Yes. Nene is just, we just going to call a thing a thing. Nene is a toxic friend. She don't want you to have no other friends but her. If you do right. decide to have new friends or bring people in a circle, she's going to be mean to them for the simple yep. fact that she's afraid that they're going to take her shine or steal her friend like we in a sandbox. She, yep. um, You remember when she made Cynthia sign the friend contract? Well, no, Cynthia... Cynthia did that friend yeah, contract. Oh, Cynthia did the friend. I knew it was one of their ass. I'm yeah, like, Cynthia they've been going the, back and forth for this shit. Cynthia like did years. the friend, the friend contract. But you know, and then Nene has this whole thing of, well, I'm the head HIBC, so she feels mm-hmm. like they all have to bow to her, and she no. wants to be, you know, she want to play the alpha role, like you. But you're not that. Like She's I have. Not. I have like I have I couldn't be Nene's friend. Nope. I couldn't be her or Marlo's friend. Oh, I couldn't be bothered with Marlo ass either. Cause we not finna sit up and talk about people all day. You ain't got shit else to talk about. Right. And she she and Cynthia's event talking about, yeah, that bitch. I said, wait a minute. Did you just call her a bitch and she invited you to her event? Right. When the last time you invited these hoes anywhere? What event have you had? <laughs> you well, could, don't you've have been to. a friend of the show for four years now and you've yet to get a peach. Longer than that. <laughs> right. She's been around for a long time. I wonder she used to be why. Busted. Right. Like, don't nobody care about um, you and your stolen fascists. But it's so messy. Yeah, it's it's just unfortunate. Like when you watch the housewives, 
it they just are the epitome of everything they just fall into all those stereotypes of black women can't get along we messy we don't know how to be friends and it's just it's so aggravating to watch sometimes because Mm -hmm. we're not talking about young girls we talking about older women yeah and it's like in their 40s most of them they in their 50s and you hoes is arguing about Being mad, it's probably only one in their fifties. That's Nene. The rest of them is no Nene. Cynthia is fifty-one. Yeah, Nene is fifty. I forgot. I bet you Marlo ass is knock, knock, knocking on fifties door. (laughs) (laughs) You geriatric assholes tonight arguing about uh, I who friend is who friend and. Girl, and then kindergarten too. And then, you know, it's just it's terrible, but I do salute anybody who can say, I'm sick of this shit and I'm not gonna put up with this. I respect Cynthia for doing it, I respect Portia for doing it, and Mm -hmm. I just I have no respect for Nene. Like, even though she like you know, I I just can't with her. Like all the little stuff that she do, the tearing down, the 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 bad talk. She really thinks she like an executive producer or somebody. She do. She think it's her show, and I get it. You're one of the originals, but Candy been here since the beginning too. Yeah, and you ain't you ain't gotta diminish her. And like that's another thing I want to say. Candy is the is has grown so much this this season because at the beginning I was a little upset with like the whole Portia thing yeah. and how they just were still dealing with all that and then they became they done got over their stuff over in Japan. Hell and Portia back. and Kenya got cool. Yes. If Portia and Kenya can get cool and Kenya is the reason Portia lost her peach for a season. Come on now. Y'all Mimi Grow the fuck up. But thank you, Candy, for trying to help and mend the situation both at the event and at dinner. But Mimi just feels like at this point everything needed to be about her. And I can't wait for the reunion now at this point. Because I want to, these girls look like they are coming claws out ready yeah, for this- her. And I can't wait. Yeah, this whole, uh, this reunion is going to be something because I think they about to get, um, they going to get Nene right together. Andy was coming for her. It looked like yeah. she was talking to Andy. was like, you're not going to keep putting this on me. Right. <laughs> I was like, yes. Come on, Andy. Show a better clip. I want to see more. Right. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't wait. As far as our friendships and our meeting ours and yours, let's try not to be the toxic friend. Our friends can have other friends. We can be the no, no, they can't. You can only be my friend. We are podcast co-hosts. You are only allowed to be my friend. I'm gonna be the old bitter bitch, and I better not see you with no other friends or. 
I'm going to unfriend you and I'm going to talk shit on you, talk shit about you on Two Chicks Twitter and Instagram. So y'all stay tuned for the mess. <laughs> Child, I, I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> I am I'm not yeah, dealing. I wouldn't even know how to start, girl, because you know, shit, I don't have time. I couldn't be a housewife because I'd be the curse all ass out. Listen, bitch. <laughs> you are right. Let me tell y'all something. It but it won't even be that. I mean, you seen mm-hmm. me. You seen me at, at you seen me in those moments. You already know. Yes, that's why that damn dinner was triggering because we were in that same situation. Girl, because I was like, what the fuck did we do to you? Right, the fuck is going? <laughs> Wait Girl, a minute. <laughs> I was sent there and you was candy. Like shit, I was... like what I'm trying to do here is understand how we can help like this situation. And I walked out of that bitch like we ain't getting nowhere. Like what but the I fuck? Guess this is... This is done, huh? I walked up out of that fella just like Cynthia did. If you want to fall out, we can fall out. Fall out. <laughs> you want to be into it, we can be into it. Be into it. Girl. I, I feel all of, I need to inbox Cynthia like I feel all of your pain because I've been there. <laughs> all of it. <sighs> all right. Well, we will be right <laughs> but ain't that some shit lord today it's been a day it has been a day and this is Fee's favorite part of the show that's why she can't stop laughing she loves oh, it so much so so much and she has all the cool stories so I'm gonna just turn it over to you Fee go ahead girl took me out <laughs> uh, okay so guess we'll do some local news okay so um kids was having a birthday party and the police decided to come in and do a raid and, yep you know point handguns and stuff at the folks only for it to be the wrong address yep you know the it's- yeah, they just came in, bust through the door, tore up the house, point guns at people. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and they were asking, I think somebody got arrested. One of the kids' aunts got arrested because she was asked for a warrant and they arrested her for that, saying lock her up. Yep. You know, so, and they were just saying that this is an issue that they're having with um, CPD because they aren't making sure that they have the correct address right. when they go in to do these raids. So you just going in and you just busting up in anybody's house, tearing up their stuff, and then only to find out that you were at the wrong house. And then it's pretty much like, oh, I'm sorry. And they didn't even say sorry initially. No. So in this case, the address was five years old. The person right. they were looking for hadn't lived at that address for the past five years. A child's birthday party was going on. They ruined the cake. Yeah. When they walked out, they put the warrant, like they put the warrant in the cake and said something like happy birthday or something. 
like mad ass comment. And I, when I was reading this story, I was like, couldn't have been me because y'all would have been reading on the uh, or listening on the news. Um, that I would have got my ass beat by the cops because it would have been a fight if you fucking up my baby party and ain't criminal. Right. Nobody. Boy, ooh. So, that pissed me off. So I hope they get paid because they are suing. Yeah, the they are suing. Yeah. So, you know, we've had people, you know, have the police called on them for being in Starbucks, for barbecuing, for um, trying to go on college tours. Yeah. Well, now you can't be a black attorney. What? So, um, a black attorney was detained after a Maryland sheriff thought he was the client. So, a legal legal aid attorney was detained by a local sheriff's deputy who questioned if he was really a lawyer or impersonated Mm. one. The attorney has successfully gone about his job at Harford County District Court in Bel Air early in the month. Um, so basically what happened was the attorney was there on behalf of a client. Um, after the hearing, he was encountered by the officer who incorrectly called him by the client's name. The attorney told him he wasn't the, the um the client and the sheriff didn't believe him. You know, he had I he had confirmed his identity through the judge that was hearing the case, but the deputy um persisted and was asked for um identification. Mm. So the attorney handed over his driver's license, but that wasn't enough. The deputy wanted more verification. He was like, he didn't have his state bar card or business card, you know, on him, which he he did. He's not required to carry, you know. So, yeah. So now I guess his, um, from what I heard, his counterparts are going to, they're making a big prop. They're going to, go after the deputy and because um, they're saying, you know, discrimination has no place in our society and they're standing behind him and, you know, it's just crazy. Like, so now you don't believe a black man could be an attorney? Right. And you, and, uh, we, and, and you believe that he is going, that he is going to be bold enough to go in and go into court and try to testify and represent himself. Right. And and, and obviously get away, get off. Like it, it was just crazy. It was crazy. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not know. surprised, unfortunately, but it shouldn't happen this way. And I don't know which one I want to do. Any, meeny, miny. Because I got three of them. Lord, today. Yeah, I'm just, I know you heard about the um, the Pennsylvania lawmaker who was praying and asking God for forgiveness <laughs> before the first woman, the Muslim woman was sworn in yep. as a representative. Yeah, she needed yeah. her face punched in. Um, and then what about, I'm just going to make them quick. 
Um, what about the 75-year-old woman who thought she was light-skinned only to, dis- to discover that she's black? No, she's white. <laughs> you hear about that? No, but it's funny as hell. She was real life. Right. So <laughs> Verda, she was a reverse Rachel. So, <laughs> right. So Verda Bird, uh, she was adopted and she she was adopted by black parents and 70 years later she found out that her her birth parents were actually white um and that they I think they were young but they were adopted by a black family she um uh, was reunited she had sisters and she was reunited but I think uh, she doesn't talk to one of the sisters because mm. the sister is a racist. Wow. Yeah, so she has a book. She wrote a book called 70 Years of Blackness, which was published in, ninth, I mean, in 2017. Okay. So she, you know, she missed out on all her white privilege. Mm, mm, mm. her whole life and then lastly you know Florida is the best state ever uh, okay sure yeah insert sarcasm here <laughs> so uh, Florida I don't know if they have proposed a bill that will make teens prove they're mature enough for let me see a proposed piece of legislation in Florida would make it more difficult for teenagers to end pregnancy. The uh, Florida abortion bill will require teenagers to prove that they are mature enough to undergo procedure before a judge officially grants them permission. Critics mm. have argued that the bill's logic is faulty because it will require teens, teens, too, teens too immature to have an abortion but to become parents. So basically, in Florida, they want the teen to show that they are mature enough to uh, have an abortion. So, and if they um, come off as immature, you're going to make them have the child, which makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Does it? It makes a lot of sense. Go ahead and get an immature person a child and grant Mm. the mature person the um abortion the abortion and how does one prove their maturity because i know some people in their 30s 40s and 50s i mm. nene leaks who <laughs> couldn't prove their maturity if they had to do a, a written test right so how do you how does one go about proving their maturity this is dumb yeah why is this the world we live in? Actually, it's not the world we live in. It's Florida. Carry on. Right. So, yeah, that's that's all I have. You know, the world is a shit show. And that's the shit for the week. All right. We shall return. Time for On a Positive Note. And I am so responsible. I don't have a goddamn thing. So, uh... I do. Boop, boop, boop. Yay! <laughs> boop, boop, boop. So, 
um, a Kenyan teacher who gives away 80% of his salary to poor community wins a 1 million global prize. Wow. Yeah, a rural, a rural Kenyan teacher who gives 80% of his monthly income to poor community communities just won a 1 million global prize proving that the blessings you bestow usually come back to you. Peter, I am not going to even try to pronounce his last name. Uh, a Francis- Franciscan brother who teaches math and physics was honored with the Varkey Foundation Global Teacher Prize on Sunday in Dubai. Um, he and four of his colleagues also go the extra mile to ensure that low-achieving students get one-on-one tutoring outside of class and other weekends, visiting homes and meeting with their families to help identify the challenges they have and face them together. He um, he visits internet cafes when he can to make sure he gets the proper content for his students and then uses them offline. So it says students walk just over four miles along roads that are often impassable in the rain raining season to learn. Wow. Yeah. So he teaches at a at a Caraco mixed day secondary school in a Pawani village. Okay. Yeah. They only have one computer and poor Damn. internet connection. Right. Oh. Well, that money will definitely change that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been teaching and giving his salary. So, it says that under the guidance of this current teacher and his colleagues, Kiroki's enrollment has doubled to 400 in over the three years, and more of his students are moving on to college after they finish their education with them. So yeah, I thought that was kind of good. Like the fact that he gave he gives eighty percent, right, of his salary. That's crazy, right? That's absolutely nuts, right? How are what are you living on? To scraps, right? Uh, scraps and love, yeah. Um, I do have something. Uh-oh. So Chicago is a very progressive city, despite all the violence that happens here and that is sensationalized on television and on the news. Um, we had an election on yesterday mm-hmm. and we elected the first black woman mm-hmm. and, and also the first openly gay person mm-hmm. to the mayoral seat here in Chicago. And it was by a landslide. She won every single ward in the city of Chicago. Congratulations to Lori Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. She will she will be um, inaugurated, I think, on the 20th of next month. But um, she beat out Tony Preckwinkle. Hmm. And if you guys listen to us, you might have heard us talk about soda taxes hmm. <laughs> and plastic bag taxes and all these And taxes on taxes. It's, she, Tony Preckwinkle is one of those people who came up with the idea of those taxes to create revenue for the city. Um, and she caught a lot of backlash for that. And she decided to run for mayor. I don't after... know why she thought that 
she had a chance in hell. Oh, well, I guess she thought since her friend Lori had a chance at mayor that she would jump in the race. Oh, it was one she of those jumped in, and She jumped in after Lori did. Lori was the first person to say, that said they were going to run against Rom. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, it turned into 14 candidates right. for mayor. Um, and Rom just sat back and was like, I don't even want this shit no more. I don't care who take it. Right. Somebody just take, take it, please. <laughs> so, um, Lori seems like a very progressive candidate. Mm-hmm. She seems like she cares about people and wants lit. to <laughs> Pride will be lit. <laughs> and it's the 50th anniversary. Um, so uh, a, a pride. Pride gonna be lit, honey. <laughs> so I am just uh, I'm very happy to see someone who's not a part of the machine, but someone who worked against the machine, the political machine that is. Mm-hmm. Um in office I think it's pretty cool so congratulations Chicago you did something right right well congratulations to my kind of town Chicago is that's it hello Um, all right, well, that's enough of that. Fee started singing, so you know, she if she gets going, My he ain't gonna stop. Kind of town, oh boy, Chicago is that's not that's not what they want to hear. So, thank you guys for listening. If you have, she want to fuck with a nigga from the shy town, shy town, shy town. <laughs> I was not prepared. Okay, so if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, topics, anything you would like to hear us talk about, you know how to reach us, send us an email, the number two, chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N, at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just, you know, slide in the DM, send us your comment, and, you know, you might get featured on the show. Uh, any last words? She want to fuck with a nigga from the shy town, shy town, shy town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drink your water, man. You're uh-huh. and be a blessing. Good night.